This is Ford in Vegas, a pro wrestling podcast with two friends who hate each other. I'm Ford, and I'm joined by the other guy, Vegas. Vegas, he is, by the way, the sexiest big man in all of wrestling podcasts. Vegas, what's going on? Oh, not much. You know, nothing screams sexy like a humidor with some pink curtains. There you go. Yes, you yeah. are the uh, definition of of uh, of sexy, of beautiful. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes we are live on PWP Nation, first time ever. Yeah, I get rid of that logo. First time ever, PWP Nation Facebook. Not on their Twitter yet. I don't know if um, we will be over there at some point, but we are live on their Facebook and this will be, this is our triumphant return after being away for two months was the last time that we did a show. You can find us on uh, YouTube at Ford and Vegas PW and the uh, P stands for pro and the W stands for wrestling and uh, Vegas. It's been two months since the last time we did a show. Uh, in the two months, I've had a couple of eye surgeries, which is why we've been away for two months. But we are back, and uh, let's get right to it. Um, what we do on this show, for those of you that um, don't know, we like to talk about anything that's going on, and we also study the cage match uh, ratings for all of the wrestling shows that are on American television and even those overseas in Japan. And Vegas, one of the last things that we did before we left was we did a over under on ticket sales for all in. That's the big show over there in London that is actually going to go down at the end of the month. And we'll talk about the first ever match that was announced for all in but before we get there we did over under on the amount of tickets we thought AEW was going to sell for all in and I'm trying to pull up the latest from WrestleTix here we go it's from July 31 but you and I we set the number at 50,000 I have it written down right here 50,000 tickets sold Vegas, both of us, both of us predicted it was gonna go over 50. You said over 50, and you predicted between 52 and 53. You remember that? I do. Yes, I do. I also predicted over, but I said they were gonna do 70,000. I had big ambitions for this show. As of July 31, WrestleTix, AEW All In. WrestleTix, if you don't know, TIX, WrestleTIX on Twitter or X. They are a independent uh, third-party Twitter handle that monitors. They have a Patreon. Uh, I think it's a guy. He monitors um, what... Everyone's selling. He does WWE, does AEW. I've even seen him do some Arena Mexico stuff with CMLL. Uh, he's doing, he's also covering the uh, Jake Paul. I think it's it's Jake Paul versus Nick Diaz fight that yep. is coming up this weekend. He does UFC. So he's doing all of the sports uh, tickets for all the different events that are going on uh, in America. And in this case, he's also covering this London show. So according to his calculations, the distributed tickets as of right now is 77,470. So Vegas, your 52 to 53,000 number is been torched. Yes. Have you ever been more wrong? Uh, no, but it's a good thing that you've been this wrong. 
Because if you would have said over and they only would have sold 30,000 tickets, you'd have looked like an asshole. But you said over 50,000 and you took 52,53. So even though you are wrong by right now, 22,000, it's still okay. It's okay that you were wrong by 22,000 because it's a good thing. They've sold more tickets. Yeah. And over-unders, really, you're either right or wrong. Yes. So he has the current setup at 84,048. Available tickets right now, 6,500. It's just a crazy number. Yeah. Uh, resale is 1517. So there's 1,517 tickets right now up for resale. So the 6,500 number, I believe, is might just be the number of tickets that have not been purchased yet by anybody. And then there's 1,517 tickets that are currently being resold. They were bought, and they're being resold. VIP tickets, zero. There is not one VIP ticket that is currently for sale. Yeah, so correct. That's what the numbers are looking like right now. I know that uh, Jeff Jarrett was over there doing some media on the 31st right before before uh, Dynamite. He's got to be tired. Yeah, right. He goes way over there, and then he comes back to Florida. So the numbers have been uh, as uh, they've been going down. So. As of July 23rd, there were 7,500 available. As of July 31, eight days later, there's 6,578. So people are buying tickets as we move closer to the 25th of August. Vegas, your thoughts so far, as I want to pull up some other info here, but your thoughts so far on what AEW is now dubbing the is the biggest the biggest wrestling show of all time. Yeah, and, and they probably, when it's all said and done, can say that and have a legit claim that it is because right now, if uh, they're very close to the number one uh, ticket sold, not the McMahon, uh, you know, I'm going to bump these numbers up by twenty percent tickets sold. But legit tickets sold, paid, and paid, paid, yeah, paid, yeah, and that's that's without even announcing a match because obviously these numbers are from the thirty first, so they were before yesterday, uh, before the first match was announced. So purely basic, just sold on the name and the you know wrestling in general, um, which is phenomenal for AEW. So. This oh see this article is from July seven. It says, um, "I believe I was listening to Observer Radio from last night, and Dave said that there. I want to say he said there were thirteen hundred tickets away from the real WrestleMania three number." So, in all intents and purposes, they should pass the real WrestleMania 3 number by August 25. I, I would think so. That's, that's pretty much dropping the bucket, I would think, right? Yes. I mean, they probably already passed it now. Like, yeah, by now. Have, yeah, by, by us talking right now, it could have. Yes, correct. See everything I'm seeing online. I gotta I'll have to if I can't find it here, I'll have to do a little more, a little more digging. Uh, let's see. Oh no, this is it right here. Here we go. Here we go. Wrestlingdata.com. This is actual. This is act, this might be actual. No, I don't know. I think this is. I might have to do a little more digging. I was not planning on talking about this. I mean, either way, I mean, they're going to surpass anything it, WWE has done over there. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's cool. It's, I don't, it's not going to get to WrestleMania 32. It's not going to beat WrestleMania 32. It will be. It could. It, it It's not even a guarantee that it's going to get to the SummerSlam 92 number. So it might end up being the second most attended show in London history. But it is, because of the money, it is going to be the richest, the largest gate of a wrestling show in Europe's history. Because it's going to pass uh, the show from 92, SummerSlam 92. Yeah. Tickets are more expensive. Yada, yada, yada. So it's a, I mean, you, you couldn't really ask for a better number if you're uh, Tony Khan. The interesting part's going to be what number do they announce? Do they blow it up? And, and it also is interesting is what number are they going to announce? Uh, is WWE going to announce for SummerSlam this weekend, knowing that AEW has this number at the end of the month? Um, and then it depends. And then it, it, it asks the question, what number is Tony Khan and AEW going to announce? Are they going to announce the real number? Or are they going to blow it up like the WWE does and give us some exaggerated number? Uh, I don't it, think... Go ahead. I don't, I don't think that uh, Tony Khan would blow it up. It's will, will funny it's because if, if, if this, this is where you would see another shining example of the uh, tribalism because Tony Khan would probably be clowned if he announced a fake number, even though the WWE announces a fake number for every single big show, every single big show, it gets a fake number, every single one of them. And if Tony Khan announced a fake number for this show all in, they would probably get, he'd, he'd get clowned on the internet for doing that, even though it's done routinely and will be done again this weekend by WWE cuts WWE right now actually has 46,216 tickets, which is a monster crowd. You just announcing 42, 46,000. That's a big number for a wrestling show. Yes. Yes. The current setup is 47.7. So they're only set up to have 47,000 tickets. I mean, they're going to at least announce 60, right? <laughs> Probably. At least 60,000 would be my guess. Yeah, because we know Vince McMahon uh, doesn't care. Uh, Tony Khan is a big on Twitter. He follow. I'm, I don't know if he follows WrestleTix or not, but I'm sure he sees WrestleTix. Uh, tweeting out because Tony Khan is all over the place on Twitter. So I don't think he's going to announce a fake number. Now, will he announce a little bit higher number than maybe WrestleTix has? Sure, because there may be some other things that, you know, Tony Khan has access to that WrestleTix does not. But if they I mean, bump it up, if WWE bumps it up 20%, the numbers announced should be about 55,000. So. Yeah. Them announcing sixty thousand, you know, they they wouldn't round like that. It would, they may announce like fifty eight and some change, but the the setup's only forty seven. But they're going to announce like fifty eight. See, but that's the thing, and that's the funny thing, is they can't announce a number bigger than what AEW is going to do for all in, and and no. if you're going to sit there and go. Oh, you think they really care? Yes, of course they care. Oh, they but care. They can't blow the number up to be over all in because that's just well out of the. Ra- I mean, you can't even. What are they going to announce? Seventy nine thousand? Like this is that's like yeah. thirty thousand more than what's actually there. They can't possibly do that. So they're smoked regardless. But yep. I, I, I'm thinking. 
it might be like a tick under 60, even though there's not even going to be 50,000 people in the building. I'm thinking a tick under 60 would be my guess. Yeah. I, I mean, people are, you know, it's funny because everybody's like, oh, WB this well. I, it, also, I don't think AEW needs to lie because when it comes down to it, this is a huge accomplishment mm. for Must. AEW. Yes. I mean, they've only been exi- in existence a couple of years, three years or so. I mean, there's only five. been two. What's that? It's been five years. Oh, yeah. Five years. Right. Yeah. Uh, five years. But there's only been 200 episodes of Dynamite. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, so they've only had 200 episodes of TV. When you go to, to the WB, I mean, I don't know. I mean, they've had, you know, a lot of TV over the years. So for the fact that AEW can go to 80, I'm, I'm assuming they're probably going to get close to 80. I think they'll get close to 80 because they're at 77 now. Once you, you, you announce one match, uh, we'll get into it. But, uh, you know, you're going to have other matches announced. And, you know, but you're selling 77,000 tickets just on AEW anyway. So that tells you. Sold, I think they've sold like, yeah, 70,000, I think. I think they're they're. A lot of comps, like about seven thousand worth of comps, probably. You know. Well, yeah. I mean, there are comps, obviously, but I don't think they're selling seven thousand in comps. No, they'd be giving those away. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying, but I don't I think, think they're giving away. I think, I think it's only. I think I don't know what the paid number is. Is it seventy four then, right now, paid? I mean, maybe. But that, but but to me, <laughs> to me, that doesn't matter, because to no. me. WrestleMania three uh, at the Silverdome had comp tickets. Okay, it, you know all these shows have comp tickets. Concerts have comp tickets. That's just the way it is. So when they announce a sellout, that just means everybody you know butts are in the seats. Yes. They don't care, or or I should say, the tickets have been sold, whether there are butts in the seats or not. Correct. There should be. So regardless of how many are comped or not, which again people are going to scrutinize because they're assholes. And they're like, oh, yeah, it's, you know, well, you got comped. You got, you know, who cares? Oh, I have the wrong. So the updated from two hours ago, SummerSlam, the current setup right now is 49,619. There's 48,173 distributed. They gained 470 since yesterday's update. So they'll do, you know, there might be another good walk up. You never know. Let's just say 50,000. So if they got 50,000 there, they might, they, I actually might have to bump my number up. <laughs> so what did they actually announce? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they might announce 62, 63 because the 20% boost from 50,000 is 10,000. So but that point, who's going to believe it? I mean, Nobody, nobody believes these numbers anymore. And if they do, they're stupid. There's still people that believe that there was 93,000 at WrestleMania three. Well, yes, because you've been because to be fair, they've beat you over the head with that number for since 80, 86, 87, 87. So you've been bumped. That number has been drubbed over your head, uh, beaten into you since 1987. So yeah, there yeah. are there are a lot of people that believe that and WWE and WWE's probably said it enough that they start to believe it themselves, even though they know it's bullshit. So uh yeah, we might as well just talk about it since we're here. Um MJF, Adam Cole, AEW world title, the only match that's announced right now for all in. I was kind of hoping that they were gonna go completely in the dark and no one would know a match. I think that would be fun for a show with 80,000 people at it. It's kind of well, like uh, what PWG does when they do that mystery vortex. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, you've already sold the tickets. Yeah, people, people aren't regardless. Yeah. People aren't going to be like, well, there's no names announced. So I'm not going to go. Cause you know, who's going to be there. I mean, you know, your champion's going to be there. You know, the elite's going to be there. You know, uh, you know, Jarrett's probably going to be. I mean, you know they're going to be there. So it could have been all in secret, and no one yeah. would have known a match. Yeah. I the think problem. Fun. Well, it the problem is if you were going to do it, not a regular pay per view, uh, just as like a special event, um, 
you know, like, uh, you know, I the forbidden this, door. I think the show still sells without knowing a match because you know that there's going to be all those people there and that's going to be a vibe. I understand, but I'm talking about because there's a there's a, a, a regular AEW pay-per-view the next weekend. Yeah. So it could have been the gimmick for this show is we're doing it in secret. Well, yeah, that's what you would have had to do. Uh, but they're they're not going to do that, though. Obviously, well, no. they didn't do that. Yeah. So that's going to be the main event. So it's pretty obvious. I'm a betting man. It's pretty obvious that um, Adam Cole and MJF are going to do like an Austin Bret Hart WrestleMania 13 thing. It's pretty evident that it's going to be MJF who turns heel on MJF. You mean Adam Cole? Adam Cole is going to turn heel on MJF. I, you did know you, what? Did you watch the program last night? Uh, I did, but I, I don't think they don't. I think they might do a double turn. That's what I'm saying. A, no, no, like a turn, like a turn, turn, like a like a double turn, meaning they go in a circle and they really don't turn. No, no, no. They're both. I think Cole's turning. I I think Cole is turning on instead of what we all thought was going to happen. Oh, you know, at some point MJF's going to turn on Adam Cole. I think they're going the other direction. I think it's going to be Adam Cole who turns on MJF. I don't. I, it's either going to be that or neither of them are going to turn and they're just going to keep the way they are. Pick one. Pick one. What do you I'm think is going to happen? What do you think is going to happen? I mean, logically, it's it's probably going to be Adam Cole, but I think they could also go the route where, you know, they four of us and MJF could still be the one who turns. True. Well, MJF's already a heel. Well, so you know, what I mean, turns, on, turns on Adam Cole, I should say. Yeah. So, but yeah, or they could just do where they, you know, are because they, they're so over. Like their merchandise has sold like re- hotcakes. It's the number so, one, 2023, I think, for AEW. Yeah. Yeah, and they've only done, and they've only started, uh, you know, the past couple months, uh, or past month. So you're you're telling me that they're going to be like, yeah, we're just going to turn them right now. Maybe maybe it won't turn on all in. Maybe it'll go to you know to all out the next weekend. Who knows? Yeah, I don't but know. I, if, I don't know if he turns it all in, but I just feel like this has the makings of Adam Cole turning on MJF instead of what we all thought was going to be the case, and that was. MJF turning on Adam Cole, baby. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. Well, that's the first match of the show so far. Yeah, I don't know, though. I don't know. Not I'm not sold on uh, Adam Cole turning. Okay. I am. I'm sold. I'm in. I'm hooked. I'm hooked. I think that's what's going to happen. Well, I mean, I definitely want to see and watch uh, at 10 a.m. Uh, Pacific <laughs> time. Yeah, at least you get to watch and I have to I have to do my regular job. So I I won't I won't be able to watch until seven PM Pacific time. I'll have to avoid the interwebs. I'm gonna order it. But uh, I won't be able to watch it for several hours after it ends. But we yeah. well, what are you gonna do? So dynamite last night was dynamite number two hundred. And on cage match right now, we like to study the cage match ratings. We like to look at what everyone, how everyone else feels about these shows. Yeah. And because uh, that's what it's at. That's what it's all about, right? It's all about the people. It is. It's all about the people watching. And uh, last night's Dynamite, 8.86 on the, on the cage match scale. If you're, unfamiliar, if you're unfamiliar with cage match, it's cagematch.net. And people leave reviews uh, of shows and matches. And it's, uh, you know, there's averages figured out and whatnot. And as of right now, and and it'll change. It'll change as more people watch it and more people judge it. It will change. But as of right now, it's an 8.86. And there won't be many, there won't be a whole lot of movement from there. Um, the average rating in 2023 for Dynamite is 8.88. So it's right at the average of what a Dynamite episode does. 
And the show opened with the lowest rated match on the show, a 6.34 for Jericho and Kaneske Takeshita defeating Daniel Garcia and Sammy Guevara. And uh, that's a 6.34. I enjoyed uh, that match. Probably would have given it uh, a little higher. Uh, Vegas, uh, Daniel Garcia has figured it out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I did enjoy the match as well. Um, it progresses the story of, of, you know, the JAS and then, you know, Don Callis, uh, you know, who's trying to recruit uh, Jericho, um, you know, and, uh, and uh, you know, the finish was predictable. I mean, you knew it wasn't going to be a clean finish. You knew something was going to happen. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Daniel Garcia, man. I'm telling you, I, I enjoyed Daniel. I enjoyed Daniel Garcia. He's good. Yeah, he's figured it out. I think. I think he's. I think he's figured it out. The second match on the show is a seven point nine three, on cage match. So anything goes three way. Trent Beretta, who had Trent Beretta winning that match? Well, he did. He beat John Moxley, and Penta. Uh, Pentagon Jr. or Penta El Zero Miedo, but he's Pentagon Jr. to me. Uh, Trent Beretta with the win, 12 minutes, 28 seconds, 7.93. There yeah. were contacts involved. There were tables. There were. It was your typical John Max, John Maxley, John Moxley match. Uh, and it was anything goes. So you knew that was going to happen. I don't, yeah, he, Trent, I don't think he bled, though. Well, that's surprising. Yeah, I don't think he bled. I think he just uh, did the thumbtack spot. Yeah, Trent did bleed though, and he yeah, won. Trent, yeah, Trent won, and he uh, Trent bled, and he won. And uh, yeah, did not see that coming because I thought they were going to go, and they still might end up going that way. Uh, I thought they were going to go Moxley Orange Cassidy, so I figured you know Moxley would win. Uh, but instead, they're doing a six man parking lot match on on Rampage. They're still trying with Rampage. I'll give them. I'll give them credit for it. They're trying. Yes, still trying. I'm guaranteed to watch it if they put Jarrett on it for sure. For sure. Yeah, he's not uh, this week though. Now speaking of Jarrett, he was in the next match, baby. That's right. I call them Planet Jarrett because I don't know what else to call this group. It's Jay Lethal, my man Jeff Jarrett, Sotnam Singh in the ring. Of course, Karen is now a part of the act and Sanjay Dutt with the pencil in the ear. And they went up against the elite. We got the dream match, Vegas. Kenny Omega and Jeff Jarrett. And they started this thing. And uh, I mean, I, I, I ate it all up. You had, oh, uh, I'm sure you did. Jarrett doing classic, classic heel spots, do, hitting the strut. Uh, they did, uh, they, they did the, the, uh, the elite pose when, the, when the heels were winning, Sotnam Singh did the, the gun and, and Jeff and, and Jay did the, the, the young bucks <laughs> pose. Uh, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I loved it. And I loved that, um, the elites came out first and then, uh, Jarrett, Jarrett planet, Jarrett got, got second billing. Um, even though they they did the job, I was I was kind of hoping that maybe there would be a fuck finish. I know Jeff grabbed the old red six string and was gonna gonna play the hits, but unfortunately that did not happen. Um, but be that as it may, the elite did win only nine minutes, a six point six eight. It is high. It's higher rated than the opener. This match, in my eyes, Vegas. 10 all the way, baby. 10 all the well, way. Every Jared match for you is a 10 all the way. Can't yeah. argue. Yeah. So I, I could see that. I, I enjoyed it, though. I, I mean, I enjoyed it for sure. Um, you know, whenever you get them in the ring and then Jared just still uh, drawing, you know, there, even though the matches was. Un I, I, I feel like six man tag matches, though, I feel like they don't get rated as high unless it's like one of the very few. They're usually in the six seven range, like yeah. six two seven. Next, we had the ROH World Tag Team Titles on the line. Aussie Open 
Kyle Fletcher and Mark Davis defeating El Hijo Del Vikingo, baby, and Commander. I love this. I love when, when the Lucha guys are featured, especially Vikingo and Commander's phenomenal. And, uh, of course, Aussie Open wins, 9 minutes, 51 seconds. It's a 7.39er on the scale, which is the second highest rated match of the night. Uh, as it should be, because you know it's going to be an, an athletic spectacle when Vikingo and Commander are in there. Yeah, I was looking forward to that match. It did deliver. Uh, Aussie Open is just phenomenal. They, they are just phenomenal. And then Vikingo, obviously, and Commander, they, they're they going to flip and do all sorts of shit. We saw Vikingo live uh, at uh, Triple Mania. It's uh, where I got this nice hat, Triple A hat. Uh <laughs> But yeah, it was it was it was a good match. Um, Should have been uh, the whole this whole card. You know, Tony Khan bowed uh, to the minions uh, of Twitter or X uh, with the main event here. But uh, continue. So, yeah, and 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 it's funny you bring that up because I was going to say on a day like today, where earlier this afternoon. There was um, now it's currently trending in the sports category. Probably we want equality, but earlier it was the WWE women deserve better or something like that because uh, some girls are not wrestling on the pay per view on uh, Saturday. Trish and Becky Lynch got bumped from SummerSlam, but on this show, Dynamite Two Hundred. The main event was Akaru Shida and Tony Storm. And uh, smart booking by Tony. He deserves credit here. He puts these ladies in the main event. And you have a title change. Big Pop Jones. Akaru Shida defeats Tony Storm. It's 7.11. It's the third highest match on the show. And... You get the big, you get the big pop because of the title change finish at the end. Which, if this match is going to main event, the show, that should be the finish. It's exactly what it should have been, and uh, seven point one one according to Cage Match. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I like Sheeta. I like Sheeta. I like Storm. I like them both. Uh, I think it could have went a little longer. Um, you know, I know you hate. American women's wrestling, but uh, but oh, yeah. those two 13 16. Sorry about that. Yeah, yeah so could have went a little longer, but uh, it was a solid main event. And like you said, it had to, if you're going to main event it, you had to have the title swap. I'm interested in seeing where they go with Tony Storm uh, for all in. Uh, obviously, uh, what's her name being injured? Uh, what's her Jamie name? Hader. I can't think. Yeah, Jamie Hader. Uh, being injured, I think that kind of threw a wrench into what they were originally going to do. Uh, but we'll see what happens with uh, Sheeta as champion for the second time. Yeah, not in the uh, pandemic era. She is uh, when she had her first title reign. Nobody can. Yeah. So the obviously you were just going over the matches, yeah. but. We had a couple of things that weren't uh, matches. Uh, the first, uh, the Elite uh, Hangman Page announced that the Elite are in AEW to stay. Um, so they have signed, all of them have signed new contracts, or we would be led to believe. Um, so that's good. A big FU to the WWE, which they, I mean, everybody knew they were never going to go to the WWE uh, because they would be lost in mid-card hell. Uh, yeah, because Vince so- McMahon hates also, they WWE couldn't even make an offer, so that needs. Oh, to be, they couldn't. No, because they are still in their current deals. Oh, that's so right. That's to right. avoid anything getting out of hand, Khan made a strong enough money offer that they a knew WWE was not going to match, and uh, b they signed early. So, and it, and it actually went down a couple of weeks ago but they waited until the day of the Dynamite 200 to make the announcement. But yes, WWE did not technically lose out to um, AEW, 
They never actually had a chance, but I guess, I guess, I guess they did kind of lose out because they were never even given the opportunity to even put a bid in. But, but uh, yeah, it don't, it don't let it don't let them fool you, bro. WB had it gave them an offer, maybe not official, but you're telling me that there were no back channel. Here's like, the thing, like, you know, yes, yes, there used to be that a lot, but. The WWE right now is in that MLW lawsuit for that same thing, as well as stopping uh, MLW from getting a television deal and stuff like that. So they're in a situation right now where they're actively in a lawsuit for, for doing just that. So I would like to believe that the WWE is playing it on the up and up, they're dotting the I's and they're crossing the T's. I like to believe that. I don't, <laughs> because it's it's Vince McMahon. Even though Vince McMahon's you know had spinal surgery and he's laying on his uh, his stomach for ten weeks or whatever, but uh, you know he was just served with another you know subpoena. So that saga still ain't over. Um, the government uh, said, uh, yeah, not so fast, jackass. And that's and, all. Uh, and that's all related. To the stuff from last year. That's all. Yeah, correct. Uh, but the be- the best thing uh, that happened, uh, you know, that uh, with this whole Jerry Lynn and uh, Jack Perry uh, storyline, I will say this: I popped huge. I woke up uh, the girlfriend uh, when I when I heard "Walk" yeah. uh, by Pantera oh, because yeah, because yeah, like. Not only was it RVD, but you paid for a walk, which is just ridiculous. Um, I figured they'd have somebody, not Jerry Lynn, because he's, you know, he's old and he's got neck surgeries and stuff. But, uh, but yeah, RVD coming out to walk. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, and I thought it was going to set up. I thought they were going to do it for all in, but we still have TV. So they're doing that match next week on Dynamite. But I think. I, I think they're going to set it up where RVD's just the first. I think there will be uh, one or maybe two more ECW uh, alumni uh, that come out uh, of the woodwork. Who could go still? What? Who could still go? Uh, I mean, Tommy Dreamer uh, uh, could go. Uh, you know, you could. I mean, now Tommy Dreamer's with uh, TNA uh, or Impact. Uh, as as backstage, but then Bully Ray is also with Impact, but it's not out of the question that Tony Cod could bring them in for a one-off. Yeah, uh, Tony's got the money, and their relationship with Impact is is good. Uh, so I would assume Jack Perry is obviously going to cheat to win next week. Oh, of course. Yeah, he's always should cheat to win. That's kind of like that should be like an unwritten rule. Yeah, you know. But I, I definitely think there should be at least one more uh, stepping stone for Jack Perry uh, until Hook uh, Hook gets his rematch. Uh, so we'll change gears here, and we'll cover the other guys, often known on the internet as the guys in New York. Uh, Raw on Monday night. Neither one of us watched it, but that's okay because Cage Match will tell us what happened. A 7.30 for this past Monday Night Raw. And the average rating in 2023 is 7.32. So it's right there um, in line with the average. The show opened up with uh, further proof that Matt Riddle is going to go nowhere. Ludwig Kaiser beats him in 11 minutes and four seconds. It's a 7.39 on the old scale there. Uh, I heard that match was really good, but Matt Riddle loses clean in the middle for Matt Riddle. And then there was another match. uh, The match after that wasn't long enough for ratings. Then the match after that is Shinsuke Nakamura defeating Thomas Ochampa in eight minutes and 54 seconds in what could only be described as a fucking snoozer. 5.43. Yikes. That match got easily the worst match of the night. Remember when Shinsuke Nakamura was like uh, IWGP champ? Yes. Yes, I do. Yeah. 
I do. The match after that's 12 minutes and 54 seconds. It's Gunther uh, beating Chad Gable in a non-title match. 7.97 is the best match on the show by far. And, uh, of course, it is. It featured Chad Gable and Gunther. Yeah. Yeah, those, then, those guys are great. Yes. And then after that, there was a match that lasted five seconds, so that doesn't get a rating. And then the main event was Sami Zayn and Seth Rollins defeating the Judgment Day, Damian Priest, and Dominic Mysterio in 12 minutes and 23 seconds. It's a 7.38 on the cage match scale. And then there was also a couple of things on the show that I feel like we could probably talk about a little bit here because I, I heard the recaps. And two instances on this Monday night show, the baby faces started a fight with the heels and got their asses kicked. And I don't know why this company books baby faces to start fights and lose them. Think about when you're on Instagram, Facebook, X, Snapchat, TikTok, wherever you're at, and you see a video of a guy or girl starting a fight with somebody else and then getting their ass kicked, what's the first thing you do? You laugh. That's what you do. You laugh. Ha <laughs> ha. That idiot started a fight and he lost. Well, that's what the baby faces look like when they start fights and lose. In fact, both of those baby faces attacked the heel when the heel wasn't looking. And both baby faces still got their asses kicked. And I'm talking about Ricochet and Cody Rhodes. So Ricochet, I could see getting his ass kicked because they don't give a fuck. Right. <laughs> but Cody, to kick Cody's ass, Vegas, I know you didn't watch it, but mm -hmm. Lesnar kicked his ass, left, came back. Kicked his ass again, left, came back, and kicked his ass a third time. And Cody's the one who started the fight. I yeah. Don't, I don't, and I understand that WWE is like red hot right now and they could literally do nothing wrong. Like, I get that. I understand it. I understand they're the hotter of the two companies. Totally understand. But why do you book baby faces? To look like assholes. Imagine Stone Cold Steve Austin starting a fight and losing. If that ever happened, ever, it may have happened once, but I don't think it did. Yeah, I don't. I, I mean, I can't think of an instance, obviously, but I, I, I'm sure there were one or two uh, instances where Steve Austin, uh, you know, started, started the fight. Uh, but without them looking and then well, I, okay well okay so i, I w let's preface this one on one no probably not maybe once and but, that's what that's what these beatdowns well, were by the way they were well I, yes i understand but if people didn't watch like we didn't watch Stoke cold probably started many fights he got his ass kicked but other people jumped in to kick his ass so yeah. it oh, wasn't yeah, it, yeah. yeah. It, so okay. it wasn't him starting a fight and, you know, one-on-one -on -one and getting his ass kicked like these were. So, uh, preface that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, but that's, but again, they, so, they don't care. They, they, they really don't. WWE, the old-school booking uh, of WWE is, is gone. Like, they really don't give a shit. Yeah, I just, I don't, point. They, they, but this is not even like WWE booking. This is like, this is uh, Roy Shire. This is uh, Jim Crockett. Sam Muchnick, anybody that was ever successful ever did not beat their baby faces up like this. <laughs> like, and, 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 and what am, am I now? If I'm a viewer of Raw, right? I'm watching Raw on Monday night and I see 
Cody get his ass kicked not once, not twice, but three times, and he started the fight, I'm supposed to go, oh, man, I want to watch SummerSlam on Saturday. The only reason why I would say yes is because I, I, I have been taught by this company that Cody's now going to win on Saturday because Lesnar kicked his ass on Monday. And we book 50-50. So, yes, in that, in, in that regard. But, but how is this encouraging anybody to want to watch? And I, you know what? You didn't even have to pay for these shows anymore. So I guess it doesn't really fucking matter. Well, that's, that's, well that's what it is. They, they don't have to sell pay-per-views. They don't have to sell any pay-per-views. Yeah, so, the so, biggest, so they don't care. They're already the, getting the live number. The biggest trick that Vince McMahon ever pulled, the biggest trick that Miss McMahon ever pulled, and this is, you know, including steroid trials and screw jobs and, 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 and coercing chicks to, to blow him. The biggest trick McMahon ever pulled was convincing people that pay-per-view was dead. And he's now convinced you that his pay-per-views, his monthly pay-per-views, not his big events, not the Summer Slams and the WrestleManias. I'm talking about the monthly pay per views are worth what four dollars and ninety nine cents. What can you get Peacock yeah. for? I have no I mean, idea. Get, I don't have it. I mean, Peacock is next to nothing. Well, I'll tell you this: he convinced you they're worth nine dollars and ninety nine cents. In fact, they told you that if you were still a traditional pay per view buyer, you were a retard and you should be paying nine dollars and ninety nine cents. They told you that. Yeah. Well, since 2014, they've been teaching you that their monthly offerings are only worth $9.99. So I guess at the end of the day, who cares? I guess. And But the, the, the problem is you care. You don't watch the product, so you don't necessarily care. But people, the old school booking, the people that are wrestling historians care. Because... You and and again, you weren't the first person. I heard it on Busted Open, do it saying the same thing. And you don't listen to Busted Open, but I do every morning going to the shoot job. So I listen to it every morning, and they said the same thing. People that were people, wrestlers, Hall of Fame wrestlers that are in the business, said the same thing. So, but they're old school thinkers. So, but the new fan that's selling out arenas, you know. Every Monday, every Friday, every you know premium live event, uh, or even hell, even every Sunday super show that they have, they sell out, and that's just a freaking glorified house show. But it's hot, and so they know WWE knows that the casual fan, or not the casual fan, but the WWE fan, really doesn't care, and they don't follow the storyline that deep. You know, like oh, why did the baby the baby face started the fight? Why is he getting his ass kicked? Like it doesn't make sense, but you know. And if, you, if you're going to believe that Cody Rhodes is this uh, huge superstar, I mean, Brock Lesnar is the beast, but, I mean, come on. Why would you go pick a fight with the dude? Yeah, I mean, I just – but if you are going to pick a fight with him, you should win the fight. And if you want, or at Les- least- if you want Lesnar to kick his ass, then just have Lesnar kick his ass. Have yeah. Lesnar attack him from behind. Yeah. They had yeah. it where he, Cody did like a running – Plancha through the row and like Lesnar turned right at the perfect time and Cody keep going. So essentially, Lesnar was attacked from behind by the baby face and then kicked his ass. Well, that's what happens. I don't I don't understand. They're yeah. and, and and they are more successful than they've ever been. They've made more money than they'll ever make. I know they missed a couple of margins. Which is why the stock dropped when they announced their their quarter two or whatever the hell it was numbers. But they are richer than ever before. So they're really in a position. Like that it's and it's kind of spinning off into a different topic, but makes me laugh when people glorify the triple H booking. Because no booker 
in the history of the business has been in a position where he could literally do anything and he's guaranteed money. It's guaranteed yeah. money. It truly is guaranteed. No booker has had that kind of cushion in the history of the business dating all the way back to when Abe Lincoln wrestled bears. Okay. Nobody has had that luxury. Nobody. Not Mushnick, not Roy Shire, not uh, Eddie Graham, not Jim Crockett, senior or junior. Nobody has had that kind of luxury. Nobody. Triple H has that luxury. And, 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 some people feel like he's Booker of the Year, which is great. I mean, he he had he has turned that thing around where they are hotter than they were when McMahon was just in charge and nobody else was. They are definitely he, hotter. Yes, but here's the thing: if you, I'll, I'm going to go into New Japan in a second because I I don't want to talk about WWE anymore. But after yeah, this, New Japan um, actually queued up. Yeah. So with you know all the people that Triple H brought back, okay. Who is other than Cody Rhodes coming in? There, there's literally hardly anybody that has made an impact. Okay, yeah. that he brought back that McMahon fired. So Cody's, Cody's the only one. Well, and he didn't bring him. Well, he brought him back, yes, but not Eventually really. Him back too, but well, yes, but yeah. I mean, that, that yeah, that's that's the only one. Where, where the fuck is Bronson Reed been? I, have, I haven't heard his name yeah. at all. No, he's he shows up every once in a while. That's it. Uh, the other two, the other two fucks, the bald fucks. That oh, the good, the good brothers. Yeah, Carl uh, Anderson's uh, job in the carrying cross. That's where yeah. he's at, and they don't even believe in carrying cross. Yeah, totally. I don't know. I just I, I would like to watch WWE. It's what I grew up on. That was the company that I picked. During the Monday Night Wars, I was a WWF guy, WWF kid, Hulkamaniac. Would love to be able to watch WWF. But I just, sometimes I hear them do stuff and I'm like, I can't watch that. It'd just be too aggravating. I, I just, I guess I just, I, I guess I just, I just know too much for my own good. I guess really is what it boils down to. Yeah, you, you, you watch way too much wrestling. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's what it comes down to. Yeah. Yeah. He'll never be satisfied. So the G one is um is in full force. It's almost over, right? Uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's wrapping up. And I have some numbers. I have some standings. Do you have them too? I do have the standings. Yes. Okay. Just give us the who who has a chance of actually winning this thing. Don't you don't have to rattle off the J Brones at the bottom. I don't want to hear about Great O'Conn. I, I just tell me who's. Whoa. Great O'Conn's got four points, okay? He's not in it. Yeah. Tell, no, me, so, tell me who's got a chance here in block yes. A. So Sonata has already purchased uh, his ticket into okay. the semifinals. because he's punched, sick. I think it's punched his ticket. Oh, he did. Oh, yeah. did I say it wrong? Punched said, his ticket? He said he purchased it. Oh, whatever. Purchased like, it, punched it, whatever. Matches. Yeah, he's already in. He's got 12 points. He's running away with the block, A block. Uh, and, Okada... Champ. What's yeah? He is the champ. Uh, Okada has also purchased or punched purchased. What the fuck? Uh, punched his ticket. Uh, I'm distracted like, by my like cat. Better actually. I think I like purchased better. Yeah, purchased his ticket. He bought it. Tickets. Yeah. Oh, from, Okada is also in and the B block. He purchased uh, it from Lawson's. He's in. Yeah. Yeah. So the as far as A block, uh, the people that do have a shot. Uh, what you see the cat tail I know yeah Olive is here <laughs> yeah she's here she's distracting me uh, but uh, Hikaleo somehow has a shot to get in uh, and then that's pretty much you know it it's because it's two guys in each block so Kaito yeah, has got to be the second guy he's got to beat Okada well, Shota Umino also has a shot. 
because uh, he, he's got six points. He's facing Hikaleo, I believe, uh, the next match. The last match. There's only one match to go in the A and B block. Uh, so I think Shota and Hikaleo are going to go for... Uh, I think if, if Shota wins, I think he gets in. But I, I don't know for a fact. I'd have to look at the actual uh, standing standings, the, the little graph that they tweet out. Uh, but the B block... You pretty much Will Osprey pretty much controls his own destiny. Uh, they just uh, had him lose the Tango Loa. Well, I is, I know, but he's yeah. got eight points. Taichi and Tango Loa and El Fantasmo have six. Yeah. So if Will Osprey wins, he's in. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the way that is. And I then, should... yeah, he should get in. And then C block and D block, they are tonight, I believe. Uh, well, when we're sleeping. Uh, David Finley, uh, Evil, and Eddie Kingston is up there with eight points. They're all four and two. I think Eddie uh, in, right? No, Eddie is not in yet. No, no I'm, I'm, I'm saying he's got to get in. Oh, I would hope so. He's in third right now. He's got to get in the top two. He's got to get in. Yeah. Somehow. Somehow. Yeah, and then the uh, D block, uh, you have a three-way tie at the top. Uh Jeff Cobb, Zack Saber Jr., and Naito. Naito's they all somehow. Yeah, they have all have eight points. So I, uh, I, would, I would say Cobb and Naito. I would guess that's that would be my guess. I don't Zack no. Saber Jr. He has the title, um, the TV title. He doesn't need to win the G one or be in there. Yeah, if I if I so if I had to guess, I would say Cobb and Naito, and then I would say. I just think Eddie getting into the second round is a good story. Finley and Kingston in 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 block C, Okada, Osprey and B, and Sonata and Kaito Kiyomiya in, in A. I would guess. I I, I hope sh- I I kind of hope Shota goes in. I hope Shooter goes in. Uh, I don't, but I mean, I guess if you're barring a Noah guy, you know, just you know, just like Kingston. Uh, with AEW, you kind of have to have him in there, like kind of uh, go I a little bit. Mia is there in the G1 to beat Okada. Yeah. Because Okada would... already beat him once earlier this year. Yeah, that would continue their little story that they have going. Yeah. Yeah. But Shota, I'd like Shota to get in, but he doesn't, he's got so much ahead of him, he doesn't need to worry about it. So it's uh, night 12 is, oh, that already happened. Was August two? It was yeah, last night. Yeah, it's, I don't know why they didn't. Oh, this is the archive. This is the standings of the archive. So it's um, it runs the tournament runs until August thirteen. So we still have another ten days, but we only have a few more shows left. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I I don't know. I think Kaito, it's got to get. Got to get in there. And then and then the top two advance to a regular style tournament. And then the winner of that is the winner of the G1. And they yep. go to January 4. Wrestle Kingdom. Wrestle and, Kingdom. And they just, uh, the other night, they, I think it was, uh, was it Tuesday? Or no, when? Yesterday? The uh, New Japan put on the international pre-sale, uh, but they it was for the ringside only. Oh, uh, and ringside only sold out in five minutes for new for and that was only in international, so that was not even Japan on sale. I wish we sat ringside; that'd have been nice. I know that would be great, but yeah, it sold out in five minutes, and then the rest go on sale with the rest of you know Tokyo and everybody. If uh, you're into TV ratings, if you work for a network, um, <laughs> Dynamite averaged 894, and uh, the 18 to 49 was uh, 0.31, up 6.9%. I used to care about TV ratings, and then my wife clowned me once. <laughs> she, was like, she was like, why do you care? You don't work for the network. And I was like, fuck. You're right. And that was the last day I cared. Oh, so 
yeah, so a little bit of update. Uh, just uh, yeah, the Wrestle Kingdom 18 ticket fan club. Sorry, the ticket fan club international presale. Uh, it was supposed to go August second uh, through the eighth. Okay, and they were for like the first row two, three, and four through six. So not the first row, but row two, three, four through six, all sold out. Five minutes. See ya. Nice. Have a nice day. Yeah, they sold out uh, August 2nd at 3 a.m. BST, British Standard Time, uh, 10, a- 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Uh, yeah, so that tells you right there that New Japan international fans are going to be coming in full force there, I think, for Wrestle Kingdom 18. And that concludes our first episode here on uh, PWP Nation dot com if you are on the interwebs uh at ford and vegas pw you can subscribe on youtube you can follow me on twitter at ford complaints you can follow joey vegas on twitter at joey s vegas and uh for vegas i'm ford we'll see you guys next week we'll be back next thursday right here ford and vegas a pro wrestling podcast with two friends who hate each other for PWP Nation. Thank you very much, guys. We'll see you next week.